0: We're back. Back. It's been, a, it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a, it's, it's felt like a long time since we've. That has we've really.
1: Won. How long has it been?
0: I think, it, I think we were supposed to record last time on, on like Father's Day, which was like the, the 17th of June, I think. So we were both pretty busy, weren't we? Like, do you know what I mean? So it was kind of like, mm. we'll have a week off and then that week off turned to another, like, another week off. Cause I guess things are slowly getting back to normal and we're just getting a bit. A bit busy, well,
1: I think yeah. yes, things are now. We're sort of coming to terms with a new normal, aren't we? That's what we're doing. Mm. Um, yeah, I've just been to the pub.
0: I know. Yeah. It was yeah. How was that?
1: Which was um, it was all right. It was kind of like we went we went for breakfast this morning. Um, to a restaurant. To, to a restaurant this morning, and um, they said uh, the, the the young lady, bless her, who was serving us. She was like you because it was like a buffet style thing, and she was saying. Um, you need to wait for us to, to come and get you to then go and queue up.
0: Oh, I thought buffets and that can't be a thing now.
1: Yeah, no, it was, but there, you you don't you don't get your own food, they sort it out for you.
0: Right, wow, okay, makes sense. Um, makes sense.
1: Um and the and the young lady bless her, she said, if you'd like to just go and social distance over there I was like, You mean queue? You mean stand in the queue? <laughs> Like it's just it's a bit it's a bit bizarre, but
0: that's the regardless. that's the twenty twenty way of saying just fuck off over there in a minute, mate. Do the thing, Yeah, get
1: out of the way, yeah. To get be
0: honest though, I, I say that to um 'cause cause Phoebe my eldest winds Willow, my youngest, up, somewhat Rotten. Um like she just gets in her face and all that, and I'm like, Phoebe, you just you just need to social distance a little bit from Willow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that way she might understand.
0: Um wow. but yeah, go on, so so is it all hunky dory then the brekkie in there? Yeah, it yeah? was
1: all right, yeah. I mean the food wasn't great but I mean we didn't really expect much it was only in a little pub grubby place but yeah um no it was all it was all all right it was kind of like and bless them, the people who are working you know they're working ridicu- like twice as hard as they normally yes. do so yeah um I mean it was kind of it was a bit of a strange experience but one that we're gonna to have to get used to um it's gonna
0: be like but, this for, for a while I guess in it now that's the hmm. that's the thing in it like you say the the new normal but the pub How was the pub was that, was that all right i've not ventured it was all right
1: it, we we ordered on the app and you sort of stay away from people but that first pint of emily it, emily
2: hello. Hello, you're recording.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there we go
1: i'm not uh, getting paid for that you will be signing a release form but you're not getting paid i
0: saw i saw her, i saw her coming i saw her coming and i was like i'm not gonna tell her no you're on the podcast <laughs> 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 um,
1: um, yeah no the the we you sort of you've got order on the app and things but yeah it's um it's it's a sign that things are sort of getting to a bit more normality which is good yeah. but we purposely chose sunday afternoon because we knew it'd be quiet and yeah, yeah that's like, that first pint of beer and
0: yeah i can't wait like because I, I, because I, you know me I, I, I said it to you earlier this week like i'm still i'm still really nervous really about yeah. everything and 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 because I I, I do, I watch the news and that, and it's like, you know, the government are saying, yeah, go and do this, and the scientists are saying, just "Just give it a couple of weeks, guys. Mm. So, to me, I'm a bit nervous, but me and the missus had a chat the other day, and it was kind of like, look, like, you know, we have kind of got to get... Back to some kind of normality. Do you know what I mean? Your
1: own sanity, otherwise, your sanity, will be more of a problem. Mate, I'm know?
0: honestly, we've, we've had days where we've both just kind of lost it, I guess. And and, and in terms of just like you just, you just don't want to do anything. You just yeah, to, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: It's not fair on the kids as well, but you know, we, we we are still sort of, well, we are still social distancing. We don't we don't mix up, really, other than out in the garden. We can have yeah. people in now, which is nice. So my mum and dad yeah. came around today, sat in the house a distance from us. It was nice, bit yeah. more normal, um, but yeah, I'm I'm yet to go to the pub. I, I didn't want to go yesterday, being Saturday, um, because why would you? Like,
1: no, there was no way that we was. Gonna do dog was out last
0: night, um, but I, my local done open till Wednesday, so I, depending on the weather, I might just pop in with my face mask on. Yeah, go and and then go and stand outside. I'll feel better doing that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: nice man. You've got a, you've got. A, got to try and get back to, back to a bit of normality but um sorry to the to the listeners who listen every week who haven't had a podcast for uh, the yeah. last couple of weeks it's been a bit quiet but as people might you know people hopefully understand that we've had a lot going on in our personal lives and just sort of been really really busy um as hard as it is to believe Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we're back now. We've uh, but briefly, we've we've got a couple more episodes, haven't we? And we've yeah. sort of decided between us that for the time being, we might we're going to take another break, um, just because it's so tough doing it all online. I think.
0: Yeah, and I think it's it's you know it's it's not you know things are like we say things are slightly getting back to normal, hopefully now. So we kind of want to end series two now and then. Try and get back to series three when we can safely yeah. and get out there and start meeting people. Whether that be, you it's, know,
1: as it, good as it is doing them online, it's not, it's so much better doing them face
0: to face, yeah. And, and I prefer it 100%. And I think, I think, um, the listeners will prefer that as well because there is a different vibe, um, mm. I guess. But yeah, today,
1: and we, we want got... to come back with series three away from the lockdown and we want to come away from series three, away That's from COVID nineteen. Yeah. And obviously COVID nineteen's been a been a, a huge thing for everyone at the moment around the world. Mm-hmm. But hopefully with, with series three we can come back with some great guests. Um COVID
2: free.
0: Yeah. And and today's um guest, uh just just while we're on that COVID thing, um we 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 recorded with Oliver very early on, I think, in the lockdown. So I think it was kind of like yeah, lockdown lockdown when it was like don't leave the house unless you're a nurse or a doctor or you're working a shop yeah. um, and,
1: o- and Ollie's um he's he was classed as a vulnerable person so yeah we he was shielding, called, like, yeah. shielding so he was very much in the house so when we asked him to do the podcast he was like oh my god so to <laughs> yeah, something to do give me something
0: to do get out of the gulag
1: yeah get out the gulag <laughs> so for the people who who aren't familiar with uh Ollie Cooper Smith um I'd say most famous for um Tin Star, which is available on mm. now TV that I recently watched actually. Mm. Um which I thought was brilliant. Me and, rough, and through the lockdown. Um and I, I worked with Ollie uh, recently um on another Sky One series and just sort of become really, really good friends yeah. from, from the from the moment I met him. I met him in the gym at the hotel that we were staying at. So we had a workout together, and then he came around to me, he said, I fucking love Nando's, and I was like, "Oh my god, same. So then we went, we went for a cheeky Nando's, and then um, spent the next seven months playing FIFA, eating Nando's, and going to the gym together and working. So um, lovely,
0: lovely. Yeah, stuff. we
1: had a couple of nights out. You came out, didn't you? And um, yeah, I came such out. Such a with... lovely bloke.
0: Remember nights out? Remember nights out? Yeah,
1: remember them. They was fun, <laughs> weren't they?
0: Um, sweet. So Oliver Cooper Smith, um, and like we said, guys, this is our second to last episode our penultimate episode um again after the chat come back um, and we do a little chat we do a little debrief and i've also um got a really great picture to show you i'm gonna get it up on here tomo doesn't know about this
1: you haven't told Um, me about this
0: basically i did a quiz night the other night that tomo was supposed to do and then couldn't in the end um and i've got a picture uh that I want to show you. So listen to Oliver Cooper Smith, come back after the chat. <laughs> Honestly, oh you not want to miss this. <laughs> but it is brilliant. Enjoy. <laughs>
4: Oi, I've um I've bought a new headset very similar to that for uh for the Xbox as well. I've never listen. I'm not a I'm not a gamer really. I was uh with Tomo uh, We bought an Xbox when we was working together in Manchester because we thought on our days off we'd play some FIFA, and that's really sort of I used to play it a little bit before, but that's that's the last you know that wasn't that long ago. I've now got the headset. I'm playing probably three hours a day minimum. Can you remember
1: it's when pathetic. we were in game when you was buying it in Manchester? I was like, I think you should probably get a headset. He was like, no, no, i I don't think I will.
4: How wrong was you? <laughs> I just spent six, sixty quid, ordered it on Amazon. It's this big bastard headset, and you can hear like you can hear the grasshoppers in the grass. It's mental, mate. It's so exciting. <laughs> I'm into the rabbit. Uh, You're a gamer now. Yeah, yeah, I know. i have fallen deep down a hole, mate. Well, it gets you, doesn't it? I mean, on the first week of lockdown, like me and you,
1: Ollie, we was up playing FIFA till three, four in the morning sometimes, weren't yeah. we? And I was going to bed, and all I could see was green from the pitch, and all like I, in my head, I'm making runs with my with my pro on being a pro on FIFA. <laughs> whilst I'm trying to get to sleep, and I and I said to Charlotte, I was like. I'm gonna to have to stop for a bit. Like, I'm gonna to have to have. Well,
4: a... we did, didn't we? We we stopped for like a, a few days, really, and that's when I traded it for you know Warzone on Call of Duty, and now I've just got PTSD at night. So it's gone from <laughs> playing football in my dreams to shooting people and running around And blowing shit up. Good. <laughs> <It's laughs> terrible. Are uh, uh, you yeah, playing new Warzone? A... Yeah, yeah. I'm giving I'm giving that a go. Make man. that free, eh? Like, what a time for them to bring that game out. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable! I can't imagine how many people are playing it. Millions, millions and millions. What the uh, users are? Uh, well, how
1: many people do you reckon it is? What? How many people are using um, Warzone?
4: Well, I think every, I Think how many people got it on Xbox, and then you go, how many people PS4? How many people PC? it's and got to be hundreds of millions. Well, now, which yeah, is, yeah you can. Well, which is great. A lot of my mates have got PS4, and I'm talking to them, you know, in the daytime when I wouldn't normally, and seeing how they're getting on. It's weird how this. This time of isolation has weirdly brought people closer. It's a really weird, like, um, contradiction. That, but it, it's nice. I'm enjoying it.
5: Yeah, like me, and my mates did like a quiz night the other night and things like that. Like it's, it's run like we've got a group chat because we were supposed to all be going on holiday in uh, July. Don't know how that's looking now, but um, yeah. we're all just chatting in it every day, like giving each other little challenges and you know. Yeah, it's
4: exciting, isn't it?
5: We did a lot am? Of
1: things that are going on on social media, like all the nominations, like that Run Five Donate Five, and um, just I, like all the little things that are sort of like, in a way, I, I I think I've enjoyed what 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 isolation has done for social media. I think I I find yeah. it a bit of good on on social media now because we've chatted about it before on previous episodes, like how much I think social media is just like a it's just a rabbit hole. But um, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen the good in in social media. I think over isolation, and particularly because we've used it more, so we can. Well, I guess
4: I, I guess Xbox is a form of social media, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah, the, the sort of communication side of it. Yeah, I would say it was. What what ways do you think it's got better, Tom? Because I I use it a bit, but I'm not like I'm not on it that much. I don't. Yeah. I I just think
1: it's a friendlier environment, and people are now right, a little. Yeah. People are a bit more thoughtful in what they're writing. Do you know what I mean? And it's good to see that. You know, obviously, it's great that, that we all stand out um, at 8 p.m. On, on, on a Thursday night for a clap for the NHS, which I think... Yeah, is yeah, yeah. But also now, you're starting to see that, um, particularly on TikTok, I've noticed that I've started using recently, or, like, a lot of the key workers, like, uh, <laughs> like people who work in Asda and Tesco's and people that, are like, normally get overlooked as a key worker, do you know what I mean? But they're just as important at the minute, yeah. you know <laughs> Than anyone else, so and they're getting a lot of praise on social media, which is good. I just think it's a nicer environment
4: at the minute. Yeah, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Because I think social media like carries so many messages. So whatever the you know whatever the thing is at the time in the world, it carries that message. And I think at the moment, the message that's being carried is unity. Everyone's coming together, and it's not just this country; it's every country in the world at the moment. Do you know what I mean? This whole kind of global community because we're fighting this one cause. I don't think we've had a cause that common ever not in our lifetime definitely not
5: yeah so. that's that's what helps me get through it sometimes cause I, I get stressed out sometimes and then you just kind of go oh it's not just me you know, like exactly like say if, if, if you know if you're having relationship problems or anything like that normally it's like you get down and you think you're alone and you get depressed and all that where now if you you know you get a bit down and a bit depressed with it you kind of go everyone else is the same so yeah it's kind of push pushing
4: me on a bit anyway yeah exactly yeah and it is a weird time like there's there's no way that spending this much time indoors and self-isolating and being away from these people we're such social mm. um, creatures aren't we human beings so it's definitely going to have an effect on us somehow um and you notice you become a bit more insular you're sort of not talking as much or or you know you go outside and you feel a bit groggy because you've been indoors for too long and it's just all a bit all a bit oh my dad's calling me <laughs> stuff, yeah. Um, but yeah it's, it's got to be it's got to be affecting us in some way um so just knowing that everyone's going through that like you're saying everyone's going through it so we're all going to be in it together do you know what i mean it's, mm. it's reassuring it's kind of that kind you know rally the troops kind of thing we're all in it together and and we're going to get through it together the, but it is a weird time the one thing that that
1: worries me is you know the atmosphere, like say when you're going to you're doing your shopping in in Aldi or wherever it is that you do your shopping, like the the atmosphere that there is around when you're in this store and no one's quite sure what to do, what, you know, because you can't lean round someone and go, oh, can I ju- can I just grab that or you know you've got to yeah. wait and then you're stood waiting for these people to move and then you're worried about the people behind like my when I I, I try not to go because I like. I, 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 I struggle a bit socially sometimes anyway. So in a time like this, when I'm in a supermarket, I'm always like, I'm in people's way. Am I doing the right yeah. thing? And that that scares me because I'm thinking, <clears throat> Is that, will that go back to normal? And will it be normal when you're in the pub and if you, you know, you hold the door for someone and they're walking right past you and, you know, you're yeah. saving your mate twos on a fag or, or anything like that. Just little things that that are changing and you're constantly thinking about. You think, well, is that going to go back to normal? Do you know what I mean? Because you can't see it at the minute, can you?
5: You just want to so, let bags off your mates, don't you? you no, I've got loads <laughs> at the minute, mate. That's <laughs> the only that I panic back. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, no, no, you're
4: right, though. I wonder what we're going to... What is going to be... What are changes that happen in this time that are going to stick, that are going to be permanent? Do you know what I mean? What are we going to... You know, are people going to start washing their hands more. Are people going to social distance as a rule going forward? Yeah. Also, when is this going to end you know because even if we come out of lockdown in three weeks time that doesn't mean the virus is gone we're still going to be dealing with what that's going to be it, it, it's a mad mad time um so we just got to enjoy as you know as much as we can
1: but you're you you're you keeping well though aren't you you're sort of keeping busy yeah,
4: yeah i've it's not just... i've not been to the shops like you so i've got one of those letters from the nhs because i take a medication for Crohn's disease which is like a, an immunosuppressant so my immune system is quite suppressed anyway so I think you become vulnerable if you get something, not quite sure how your immune system's going to cope with it. So there's a letter from the NHS saying stay indoors for, you know, 12 weeks. So I've and not been to the shop. It's hard for I'm
1: you. Not... Because obviously when yeah, we, mate. Because when we work together, I'm glad that I met you because you're really similar to me, which we found in so many ways. That Just sitting around doing nothing kind of like freaks me out a little bit. Like we, we'd yeah. just go for a walk around Manchester at night or something just because we didn't, you know, because we was bored or whatever. But I yeah, it's just
4: all right at home. Yeah, do you know what? It, it, it's it's lovely where I am. I'm in the countryside at my mum and dad's. It's beautiful. I've got my mum, dad, my little sister, and her boyfriend, Daryl. So there's there's five of us. You know, we're all in the same. And it's and I've got loads of dogs and stuff. And you've got Warzone. So and, well, that's that's the main thing. That's what comes before family is definitely gaming. <laughs> um, Would you? Uh... Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly,
2: yeah,
4: exactly, family, mm,
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Love the way you know what the map's called, you're a big geek, I love
4: it Oh yeah mate, the gulag is getting thrown round left, right and centre, I see it everywhere <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw a really funny video on um, on TikTok, of all places, um, of a young kid who's recording his mum He's just got it at the floor, but he's recording and he goes "Mom, I'm just going to the gulag with the lads And his mum's like, you are not you are not leaving what's the gulag like? she was like it's just this place where you go and throw rocks it's fine like don't worry more and the mum's like well how many people are going to be there he's like well sometimes there's 10 sometimes it's three she was like you are not leaving
4: house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my girlfriend um Kat, uh, Kat, by the way sends her love andy oh nice um, my house, yeah 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 she's good she's all right actually in Liverpool at the moment so we can't be together because of this whole isolation thing which is really hard um yeah finding that that side of it difficult but yeah. every time we facetime and it starts to sort of the conversation you know will we'll die down she'll go are you going to the Wag? and i'll be like yeah see you <laughs> later i'm off <laughs> so she knows now she knows it's terrible i need to
1: sort my life out no oh. it's all right there are lots of it's guilt-free time where you can just do what you want but i think it is also important for people if anyone is listening who like like even if you can just get out and walk for twenty minutes, or if you can go in the garden and do yeah. some press ups, I've noticed that that helps me so much. Me and um, me and Charlotte have been cycling a lot. Um, they're just going and going out and just doing a couple of miles on the bike and getting back and just feeling like you've done something with your day. I think that helps. Yeah, mate. Sense.
4: Yeah. Yeah, 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 it does make a huge difference. You've got to get out. And Andy, you got you got two kids, have not you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How, how's it? How's it been with them, mate? How are they finding it? <laughs> um. It's, yeah. it's, it's all right. I mean, my so my eldest is five,
5: um, so we're doing like homeschooling and stuff with her, and she's she's all right with it. She's she's very kind of she's like a sponge. She takes everything in. So there was an advert on TV the other day, like the government advert, and it's saying like every time you wash your hands, you're saving lives, and and now she's she's got that in her head now. so
2: oh, I'm, right.
5: So like, daddy, I'm saving lives. I'm like, yeah, and I don't think she quite right. get what that right would, right right so she's you know um, and then my youngest it's it's, it's hard because she's 11 started walking she's just started walking the past couple of weeks um, oh wow into everything she's a bit of a chewer it's like having a puppy she just wants to <laughs> do everything <laughs> um, but yeah no yeah I'll go, and my missus is still working so kind of I've got them sort of 50% of the time which is which is hard but I'm also loving it so it's because it's, yeah. it's we've said Definitely this on the podcast or like you know, I was working away for a little while before this happened, so I missed it yeah. crazy. So it's kind of nice now to, to spend as much time
1: in there. It's a nice, it's, it's a nice time really, because because obviously me and Ollie have just finished this job that we was doing. I, we was in Manchester for seven months, seven and a half months or something, weren't we? And yeah, if someone yeah. said to me at the beginning of this job, "Do you want six weeks at home with Charlotte, just you and her to just chill?" and I'd be like, "Well, yeah, I'd like, I mean, obviously, I'd love it in different circumstances, but." Sort of I'm like, very fortunate in the, in the sense that I've, I've found the good in, in the awful situation and you know wh- yeah. whether it be a, a selfish way of looking at it but I guess for, for people's mentality you've got to find the positives in, in, the, in the bad things haven't you so yeah, yeah I guess there's, it's- that,
4: there's that thing of um, people always say if I had more time I'd do this or if I had more time I'd go to the gym more I'd do that and, and, and exercise more and actually we haven't got that excuse anymore we've got the time that's staring you in the face so you you go well. Let's do the things that my garden doesn't.
1: is spotless. Never saw. Oh.
4: It, honestly, I'm finding parts of the garden
1: that I didn't know existed. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really, really good. See that. Um, so, 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 oh, go on. so I was just gonna say, um we're just gonna move on to the subjects. Uh, yeah. Ollie, ollie you uh, you changed your subject quite last minute, didn't you? But
2: yeah, way, I was thinking about you, it
1: hard. Yeah, but in a way that when you did, you sent me it it was really late last night, wasn't it? And I kind of like as soon as I got it and your name popped up, I was like, Oh my god, please say you're still doing it. And then it came up and and when I read the subject, I was a big fan of your last one, which you, we could probably touch on anyway. Um but when you changed it, I, I was buzzing because I think it's such a great subject. Yeah,
4: yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well through it. It is massively overrated, I think. And my subject is this is England. this is England and podcast. Too. They're just so <laughs> overrated. <what> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you know what? No, I was thinking. Basters. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Overrated, don't <laughs> they? The bastards. They're just. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, I. Uh, I was thinking about it last night, and I was thinking about um how they sort of basically reviewed whether it be for theatre, whether it be for TV or film. It's Just that sort of concept of a review and what what dictates whether something is a good show or whether something is a good film now sort of, because there's so much content out there, we've got a sort of site to filter through people turn to like, whether it's three stars or five stars or whatever. And I just think it's sort of a bit of a, it's just massively overrated. Because how does, how does, you know, Nigel from the guardian giving something a, a, a three star mean that I'm not going to go to a show? Cause there could be something in it that I'm going to love. There could be a theme or a character that, it, you know, that, that you just sort of really connect with you, and that review might stop you from going. Well, it's
1: like uh, that's personal.
4: from an audience perspective.
1: What reviews
4: are quite a personal thing because yeah, everyone tastes so.
2: difference.
4: Yeah, it's just an opinion, isn't it? Really, and I think that from an audience perspective, it can you know guide you to what you go to see, so they have a lot of control in that sense. But also, if, when you're you know, when you're in something and you read those reviews, that has such a huge effect on you. Yeah. And and, it, and I'm sure they don't realise that because you put yourself in that position. You know you're going to get reviews. You've kind of got to be open to whatever you're going to receive. But if you are in a show that hasn't got good reviews and you have to keep on doing that show, that's that's a horrible feeling. I You know, I've been on stage where... And, and also, that's another thing. The reviews come down to one night. In, in the theatre, you do a press night and that's it. That's when most of the press comes. So that's you've got a name on that one night yeah, it's normally at the very beginning of the run, right, as well, isn't it? So you get about a week's previews, if that, maybe three or four previews. And then you've got to smash it on this night so that you get good reviews so that we sell out the rest of the show and then we can maybe get a transfer to the West End. Do you know what I mean? It's like, there's so much pressure on that one show. And and every show's different and, and it changes all the time. So it just becomes a bit of a pressure cooker. And, and it's scary, mate. And then if those reviews come in bad, you've got to carry on doing the six-week run and you go on stage every night going... Oh, Nigel from The Guardian said I oh, won't shit in yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? It's just a bit like, it, it's just scary and horrible. Um, but then also you could you could go out and the reviews are amazing. And if, if you read them, that's probably going to go to your head. You might start tweaking things. If they've mentioned a certain part, you might then ramp that part up and whatever. It, it's just, it can get to your head a little bit. So I just think I, I, I tend to sort of try and stay away from them now. Yeah. Well, it's an, it's an open opinion,
1: isn't it? It's just, I guess, it, it's just one man's opinion, and it's like whether Nigel from—I love that we've got Nigel from the Guardian. There's going to be a guy he the guy. trying to feed his kids. Yeah, it's just a guy called Nigel at the Guardian going, "I haven't even fucking done anything. Last three guys on this podcast. I never wanted to be a critic. I wanted to be an actor. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of like it's kind—it's a personal thing, I guess, because. If I came and watched one of your shows, um, you know, at the Donmar or whatever in London, look at me, I know my theatre's down. I know, I know. Um, If I came and watched the show um, at the Donmar and Nigel from The Guardian came and watched it, I would be watching it in a very different way that he'd be watching it. So, therefore, the reviews would be totally different. And If someone then went and read Nigel's as as opposed to reading mine, that can, yeah, it can really damage the thing. And I guess it's like the the theatre company and the actors and everybody involved in the production like
4: is there aim to just impress that for that one that one night do you know what I mean it's like yeah and I think as well now because of and you touched on it to my social media I think everyone's a critic now because you can you know you can review something in 180 characters online and everyone can see it yeah uh, so that then becomes an extension of that kind of you know critique culture and then you end up if you get caught in that, and you start reading everything that someone's saying about you or your performance, that is—it's a slippery slope. Because we've got that weird—I think actors are all actors are the same. I'm sure it's the same in other industries. But we all feel like we're—it's like that imposter syndrome. We all feel like we're really lucky to be doing this job, yeah. and that we're going to get found out at any moment, um, and that we—you know—we're we're, we're really lucky. So when when we see, you know, a hundred people could say something about your performance that is really positive and then one person says something negative and that feeds that imposter syndrome they go "Yeah, they're right i am a fraud i am shit they figured me out and it and it feeds that sort of we we sort of cling to the negative um as people it's funny because eleanor tomlinson
1: l came on um a couple of weeks ago and she said she said that she can get a hundred good comments but one bad comment on on an instagram post or something can really
4: Yeah, mate. Yeah, go on. Sorry, mate. I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. It's exactly what I was saying. Um, It is really sort of. I I don't quite know why that is about about us as people, but for some reason we cling to the negatives more. We reject compliments. I I think that's sort of British culture. We're not very good at getting compliments. Someone says something good about you, kind of get a little bit. You don't know what to do. Yeah, Yeah. really strange. But then if someone says you're a bit of a wanker, you go, yeah, I am. You're right. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because.
5: Like, you know, if, if you go over over to the States or somewhere like that, if you say to someone, like, oh, I really enjoyed that, you were really good in that, nine out of ten times they'll go, thank you, we're over yeah. it.
4: Don't be like, oh, no, oh, I, I try, I try. I oh. know, exactly. And we go, no, it was the way you were watching it. You were watching it well. <laughs> what the fuck? It's weird. <laughs> we need to be better at that. We need to be better at, uh, you know, honing into the positive and what people have got to say. Because they wouldn't be saying it if they didn't mean it. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. You know, you have
4: to sort of listen to it. Obviously, you know, don't let them blow smoke up your ass, but definitely reject the kind of negative and and, and focus can on what that effect on an actor's performance. Like, yeah.
1: particularly with with, with theatre, which I know you, you've you done a lot of it, haven't you? Ollie? Have, you
5: have you ever done any theatre, Andy? you did, done a bit, haven't you? I did, I did a play uh, about... Edinburgh. So, yeah, I did Edinburgh, and we did a tour and stuff like that, yeah. Can it, I, so and it's so more kind of, like you say, it's, it's weird, in it, Ollie, Like because you get the reviews and stuff, especially in somewhere like Edinburgh, you've got like magazines coming out or whatever every week, just reviewing everything. And you're kind of constantly looking at them and yeah, guess I guess now like that's the same when some, I don't know about you guys, but when something's on TV that, that we've done, do you find yourself like sort of looking at Twitter and, and stuff like
4: that as it's on? Yeah. Do you know what? I, I definitely, uh, I have done in the past. I, mm. I wouldn't say I do it so much anymore. <clears throat> um, but yeah it, 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 there is a real temptation to do it because it's on your phone, do you know what I mean, it's right there I like can just get up and write what someone's saying about me do you know what I mean, and it, it, it's so tempting to, to look and see whether you've, you know, it, it's, that, it's that need for approval that we've all got um, where we want to see if the show that we're in successful, whether we've hit the right note here or right there, but the thing is is it, that's not a that's not an accurate marker of that, I don't think just because someone's talking about it online, but it, it, you know that's kind of
1: caring about your craft as well, though, because you, yeah, you're caring about what people are saying. The members of the members of the public, particularly like what you've just been saying, Ollie's. You know, all the time we feel like we've cheated our way there or whatever, or we're going to get caught. I guess that's the sort of that we really care about what we're doing, and we're really grateful, but also we're, we're very grounded. So how I see that is if I know that you know Danny who lives on the non-stop estate around the corner if I, if I know that he's tweeting about it and he loves it mm. I, I think that's kind of like a, a bit of an approval for me as so because uh, someone who's been brought up in the same circumstances as that do you know what I mean so you're kind yeah. of you're looking for for approval from the people who 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 aren't actors and who
5: believe in what you're doing do you know what I mean yeah um, yeah okay. yeah that's true. The, the thing is, is is like you say you, you know, Ollie, like, I think you hit the nail on the head before with the kind of imposter syndrome. I think every actor has that a little bit because we do something yeah, that's, I think that's something the gratefulness. So, that. Yeah, exactly. But also, yeah. you know, as, as much as most actors will be like, oh no, I don't really care what people think. Like, that's our job. Our job is to entertain. We want yeah. to watch it and go, that was good, that. We don't want people to watch it and go, oh, they were all right. We want, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're a good actor because we, You know what I mean? If if we were if we were building someone a conservatory, if we were a a builder or something, and we threw up a dodgy conservatory, you'd 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 be like, oh, you know, didn't do a good job there. So it's it's the same, yeah. Yeah. it, I think obviously a lot of people would like, oh no, I don't really care because it's that kind of British thing again. Like I'm not bothered if people think I'm bad or good or whatever. It's like,
1: well, it's like a bad bad advisor, in it. Do you know what I mean? If you go to if or if you look at if you've got a hotel and it gets a bad review on TripAdvisor, it's like you know that can really affect people going. Like the same as um, if you know Nigel from the Guardian does a bad review on your play, it's sort of like it's that and it, uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like rating what you're doing in a way, and it's like yeah. It, it's do you a... do you find that you get more satisfaction, Ollie, from mm. Your close friends or family and enjoying and appreciating your work, or more from a review. So, uh, like, yeah, like, re, uh, I'm, I'm watching Tin Star at the minute, which Ollie's in, um, on Sky Atlantic. It's Sky Atlantic, isn't it? Sky Atlantic. Uh, yeah. So I'm watching that, which I'm loving. Like, I'm obsessed with it at the minute. Um, and I, I was texting Ollie last night saying how good it was. So would would that mean more to you than reading a good review, or would you rather have a good review than your mate say that you love it?
4: Uh, no, I'd rather my mates say, yeah, definitely, because they're the, because they're people that, I think the thing is is, is, is people that know you, and and know you well. If they see you playing a character and still believe that, uh. that means that you you've done a good job. Because I find, <clears throat> if I if I if there's an actor that I've never met and I don't know them personally at all, I find it a lot easier to believe their performance. And then if I know them, <clears throat> and know them well, and I see their performance and I go. Holy shit! they're they're brilliant. A bit like, like, that's galactic. A bit like well that. this is it. Well I wasn't gonna say it somewhere, but yes, a can on the head, mate. And <laughs> and it's but it's true. If you see if you see someone that you know very well and you see them become somebody else, you're like, that is that's a real transformation that and it's, it's totally believable. And that's what I find um the most rewarding about watching somebody else you know someone that you know so I think if, if I've got mates and they watch me they go oh yeah you were good in that that bit where you was doing that you know that weird creepy stuff that was really cool I like that then you know I don't know why my mates will become stupid all the time but <laughs> um, yeah it, it, I definitely think friends it's more friends and family is more um, satisfying when they like something do you guys watch the things that you've been in do you watch it back yeah
0: yeah yeah, I do, yeah yeah,
1: it, yeah I do too I don't particularly enjoy my bits, though. I was uh, watching myself. I, I can't, because it's like I'm always giving myself criticism and I'm like, oh, maybe I could have done this or could have done that. And it's like it almost I almost pick apart my own performance where what I do like to do is, particularly with things like a series or like, say, when we do Intergalactic, because like, most of our stuff's together in Andy or when we do This Is England, uh, you know, there was a lot in 90 where me and Andy Ellis wasn't together um it's nice to because you read the script and you and you know what's going on but you get so into the bits that you're doing you sort of switch off from the rest of it so yeah, like yeah. When it comes on telly and you're watching it and you're like, oh, like i totally forgot that Andy's doing this with with chanel and you know you've got you've got so and so doing this and whole different storylines going on alongside what you're doing that you forget about it, yeah. and it's, and it's <coughs> You, you sort of, as you read it, you can never really fully visualize how they're going to do it. So it's kind of a yeah. treat to watch it. Do you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, we've got the same for ours, Tom. But the, but more so because the job that me and Tom just finished is there's a lot of green screen, a lot of sci-fi stuff. So there's like fifty percent of the show, which I have. It's just our imagination on the day, looking at a, a lamp going that's supposed to be a spaceship. Do you know what I mean? So we we got to imagine so much that that will be a real entertaining thing to see because you'll be like, oh, you know, to see to see it filled in like that. Yeah. So I think I'm definitely going to watch that. But there's also something like, I used to watch something like you said, Tomo, and and critique myself a lot and be like, that was the thing I was focused on. It's the same thing as if you record your voice or you hear your answer machine, you're like, do I sound like that? It's the same as if you watch yourself, you go, oh, that's what I was doing inside. It was a lot better. (laughs) Um, So I used to be quite like transfixed on watching me. But then once you've sort of got over that, I think Tin Star was the first time I sort of got over that and then just watched the, <clears throat> the show for what it was. You then start to have your own opinion about whether you think that was a good show. And because you've seen that process behind the scenes, you go, okay, I would have done that differently second time round, or, you know, okay, if you, if you give too much at that point, it means that that story is out of, you know, out of sync here and there. So you start to become a lot more aware of the story and the arc of your character's story. And that's when I think the craft comes in is because, Really, it's about telling a story over a, over a period of time. And I think in television, we can do that a lot more now. we you know, 10 episodes to tell a story. That now the craft is coming through. And, and it's enjoyable, mate. And, and you, it sounds like a massive cliche, but you just never stop learning, do you? You just learn so much. Every job you start, you learn something new. And well, you. We
1: were saying this on, on set, weren't we? Because we was working together when The Irishman came out um and de niro and Pacino said that when they went on to set and there was all these cameras and there was all these special effects to make them look younger they turned around and like i, I think de niro said to put to um uh, to al pacino like what the fuck's going on mate like i've no i've I no idea what that's doing i don't know who that i don't know what that guy's doing and that's like Pacino and de niro saying i don't know what's going on so it's like I love that. That, that, that exciting thing that
4: voice as well <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the thing though. Like, what, what did you say? I, was, I don't imagine De Niro saying it in that. Because so
5: right? no. I guess that's the thing though. Because as an
4: actor, you know, it, our job
5: hasn't ever changed from the days of, you know, Greek tragedies and Shakespeare. An actor's job is yeah. It's yeah. the same now as it was then. It's everything else around it, it's the, the cameras, the crew, the, everything else that kind of changes. We just stand where we're told to stand. Say what we're told to say and hope that people yeah. um buy it. I don't it. But uh, yeah, but, like, <laughs> right. Like I remember what when was it the other day? We me and you, Tomo, were recording um an intro for someone, and then and then I stopped recording. And I went right. I'll just check it through. And someone's was like, "Yeah, check the gate." Yeah, like, check them.
4: the gate.
5: Do you remember people yeah, saying yeah. "check the gate" on film?
1: Like and, yeah, um, I shot um, a like, film fully on film um last year. And it was so like, because we shot This Is England, the film on film. So it was like, so that's how I entered the film world was checking the gate and taking it to the dark room and doing all da-da-da-da, and sort of like, because I was always a kid that wanted to be, I wanted to know what was going on. I wanted to know who was doing it yeah. so I knew what was happening. And um, yeah, it was on this short film, this uh, graduation film last year. It was the first time back from the start, like 15 years ago, working with film. And it was like, Hearing him say, right, that's a good gate, we're moving on. It's like, well, I've not heard that for years, a good gate, because now everything's shot digitally. It, there's no problem with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, cabs full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, two cards. Changing the card sort of thing, yeah. yeah. So it's like, that, that, that. that's quite exciting. But it just goes to show how much that we've come on, as, you know, yeah. what, how much the industry's coming on. But, what, like, so, his, what's uh, the biggest
4: change for you, Tomo, in terms of, you know, when you did that, you were what? How old were you when you did This Is England? The first
1: thirteen, 14.
4: 13 or fourteen. What's the biggest change do you think between being in the job now and being in the job when you do know young? what?
1: Do you know the one thing that really took me back is when we was doing Intergalactic, um, and we had to have a movement coach for things like uh, you, you you know about this and I, like I'm being brutally honest with this. We had to have um, we had to have like an intimacy. What we call intimacy coordinator yeah intimacy coordinator but so basically uh, my character had to kiss another character and I totally get like I 100% get that you know for, for me the way I was brought into the film industry is if you know when I was 14 I had to snog Rosamund Hansen. so it was like so it was just like well just do it just do it you know that it's not real you just get on with it whereas when we did yes. this new job we had to have an intimacy coordinator and we we had to practice the kissing and where our hands was going, and we had to do all these like warm ups of going into a kiss. Right. And it was like, and, I, and like I said, I totally wanted to, like I respect it because. You can play with that, isn't it? Like you, can, yeah. It's
5: really of, it's funny, yeah. Kind of, uh, this it's it's annoying that now I guess there's someone else involved. The but then you kind of go fair play. Like this is something that's hundred percent. Of real.
4: course, like the, the environment, but it made it. It made yeah. it very.
1: It made it a very staged kiss to me that's mm-hmm. what it made it feel like where you need it to feel. I, I think because of the way that I, the way that I learned the craft and the way that, that I, I do my job is I, I, I really take myself to any situation that I'm in. You know, I, 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 you know, if it's, if it's, um, if it's a scene where, you know, where I'm emo- emotional, I like to make myself emotional. And if it's a kiss, I like, you know, you just like to get, to get into it and mm-hmm. it kind of, it kind of made it feel a bit more staged, but, Again, I guess that, that's, that's, what, that's
4: a big change for me in the way that the industry yeah. is progressing. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's, it's funny, uh, uh, the same thing, I had the same inti- intimacy coordinator and yeah, it does, I, I, I totally get, you know, the environment now, it totally requires it, it makes everyone feel more comfortable. I'm on board with it massively. It's just trying to avoid it feel like choreography. Mm. There was a lot of, you know, um, place your hand exactly here, place your hand exactly there. You move on this line, you move on that line. And each take is a bit more fluid than that. It's a little bit different every time. That's how you want it to be. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it becomes a little bit rigid. However, I think part of the craft, you know, sometimes when we take ourselves and we make ourselves really in it, you know, for an emotional scene, you have to get emotional. Whatever. There's something easier about that because you are feeling it at that time. Whereas with something that feels a bit more rigid, there's a bit more craft in trying to make it seem believable, even though you feel like it totally isn't. Yeah. So I guess that's just a different challenge and a different aspect of our job that I think we're going to have to get used to because of, you know, because it is the way around um, those yeah. sorts of. Well, you know,
1: well it's, it's like you, like with touch base, I guess that's our, that's we're we're improving our craft. We're learning more. You yeah, know, there was a there was a lot that we had to do with the coordinate with the um, with the stunt coordinators and things like that. And, you know, I, I was being put onto wires and we was floating around and, you know, like firing guns. And there was so, so much that job. I'm learning on the job that... So good, man. So, so good. Like, it was genuinely like the, the, one of the... Be- the... Oh.
2: Oh,
5: hey.
0: left. It's, it's just
5: me and you and now. I've kicked me and you, baby. cast. Where's he <laughs> going it? going, shit?
4: We've lost him. I'm adding him back in. Did you, it looked like he was shocked as well. Did you notice his face? He went all shocked and then he just left. Oh, no. Maybe, he's, maybe
5: his powers died. Maybe his powers died. On his back and his powers died. Um. Right, OK. I'm going to stop recording now, guys. We're going to get Tomo back, and then... Oh, wait, he's joined. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, joined, but
1: only on my phone, mate. I don't know why it's... Can I don't you, know why it's just kicked me off there.
5: Can you come on video or now I'm
1: only on my phone, mate.
5: Yeah, so can you go? You can go on video still, can't you? You're not on a Nokia, are you?
1: No, but it'd be better if I'm on my Mac, won't it?
5: Um, all right, okay,
1: well, I'll, I'll... Oh, there we go. Yeah, but that, that's on my phone. Does that matter? I think it's fine. Is that
5: right? Yeah, it's fine. All right. You I mean, just as ugly, whether it's your phone or your, your Mac.
4: You haven't got that blurred background.
1: 2000 but... is 2020, and that's how I'm being trapped. <laughs> this is what I've got a bottle with. My wife loves me, okay?
5: Yeah, um, that
1: matters, mate. So, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened. You packed that? No, 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 no it's still on. I don't know. It's just being stupid. Ah, well. Ah, well. Um, what
4: were
1: you saying, I Thomas? I was saying. Um, oh, I, I, I was saying, I guess that's how we've improving our craft every day we're learning. Do you know what I mean? And I go back to what Ollie said, he's like, no matter how long you've been doing the job, and it might sound cliche, but it is exciting that we're, that we're constantly learning. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah,
4: I don't know. I don't there's know what i about. That's one thing as well about the job that I quite like is um, the hopeful opportunity. If you're, if you're not working, which we all know is, is difficult because you've got to keep yourself stimulated, you've got to find things to do. Um, but there is always that hopeful opportunity that round the corner there might be a job where you get to meet a whole new bunch of people you get to play a new character you might get to go to a new country and film over there there is it's the sort of the potential possibilities about this job which i think is is rare and unique to this job because you know Mm -hmm. if if you're working in an office or you're in a routine location job in terms of where you know you go to an office and you work there and you come home you don't get that necessarily I think we're really lucky in that sense. And that's that's one of the things that helped me get through time.
1: um, That's what I was going to ask you about, um, Tin Star is, um, when I was watching, when I've been watching it, like the locations are actually incredible. Like it's so, and it's, obviously you, you filmed that in Canada. Whereabouts in Canada was it?
4: We were in Calgary. Um, and we were there for seven months in the end, I think. Um, but we started in the summer and they have the hottest summers. So you see all these mountains and they're beautiful and the, and the lakes are all like, they're so blue. It's like a sort of greeny blue. It, it's just amazing. If you like the outdoors, then it's a beautiful yeah. place to be. And there's bears around and there's like moose that you'll see on the side and elk. And you're like, oh, fuck. it's just a different world. Um, but then we, when it becomes winter we were there for seven months, we covered that. It's fucking cold. Yeah. Oh my God. It's cold. And you Cold. go outside Cold and you Colder than, Man- fin- Cold
1: than Manchester in a December?
4: Yeah, colder than the gulag, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like your fingertips start to hurt when you go outside and your nose hairs freeze and you're like, wow, my nose feels weird. And it all sort of like starts to... Crisp. It's really weird. Um, oh. But it was a beautiful place and I was so lucky to be there. Uh, and we saw some amazing stuff. Got to see a bear on the side of the road just walking on the side of the we were driving to work oh. at like six in the morning you're like oh this is it was I was so lucky to be out there there is that thing you know about missing uh, family and friends and being away for that long was difficult and Andy I was going to ask you about that because having kids and, and having to work away how do you balance that um time away then having the time with them and, and not missing out how does that work for you
5: um see the thing is for me like it's hard you know like you go away and you away you could be away for a couple of months on end i've not done anything as long as that i guess i've not done anything like 7 months while while i've had um, the little ones but you know my yeah. job when there i did um i did a job last year while my it was it was this time last year i was kind of shooting it so my wife was ready to give birth that was hard because, yeah,
1: but you also uh, Emily was pregnant with Phoebe when we was doing this as England 90.
5: Yeah, yeah. so yeah, anytime basically I want a job, I just get um, it's quite funny it's that
1: she gets pregnant and <laughs> I get a job. So that it's quite funny crazy. that she's always when when you're away working, she's pregnant, isn't yeah. it? That's funny, that. yeah,
5: it's true. Um, <laughs> <but, laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's tough, um, you know, being away from them and, and, and whatnot, but things like this are amazing, like FaceTime. Yeah skype and stuff um and i the, the flip side of that is i get to spend so much time with them when i'm not working which yeah a lot, of, a lot of dads don't have you know i've got mates that work you know nine to five every you know five days a week and then they get to see the kids for a bit in the evening maybe and then at the weekends you know what i mean and nine times yeah. out of the weekends they're tired so they don't really do much with the kids where you yeah. know when when i'm not working for you know, months on end I'm sort of the primary caregiver to my kids which I love you know exactly and, and, so
4: it, it, yeah uh, it's kind of opposite ends of the spectrum but like it balances out in the long run I guess yeah yeah yeah
5: because I, I guess you know my, my kids get to spend a lot more time with me than than kids do with with other dads but yeah. every now and again I'll disappear for a month or two and that's that's strange for them but yes, yeah. yes I think things like FaceTime and, and things like that I'd it's not as strange, like my little- life saver. It's a godsend, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I couldn't imagine doing it, you know, 20, 30 years ago when all you had maybe was a phone, or yeah. even longer ago when when it was you know sort of letters and stuff. Like, could you pigeons. imagine? Well, letters and picture well, pigeons. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> could you imagine sort of, you know, going back to the to the virus now, and 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 now it's great that we're all kind of keeping in touch. I've often thought, like, you know. 1918, when you had the Spanish flu or whatever, and you had what you had, you know, World War One. Like, I'm, so, I'm I, I, It's amazing that
4: we've got all this technology basically now that we can. We yeah, are very. It is, yeah. yeah. Um. So wonder what, I wonder what effect this will have on the generation after us. Yeah. With because they've never not had this, they've always had it, and I wonder how that's going to affect them. They're, like I know, um, Kath, my missus, her her nieces are so. They're, they're brilliant with technology they know how to FaceTime they know how to you know house party they know how to do all the, these things and I just wonder what how would that what's that gonna yeah. I guess they're gonna be yeah. smarter in some ways than we think ever think yes
5: yeah. so they've got instant instant access to any you know what I mean like I do it now if, if someone asks me a question I don't I'm need, need to think to anymore what's that you don't need to think anymore you don't
1: need to if someone asks you a question, you don't need to think about it. You can just go, you can ask, ask Siri, or I'm not mm-hmm. going to say your name because she pipes up and starts saying loads like, of shit in the corner, but we all know what I'm on about, don't we? <laughs> yeah, that little yeah. Yeah. dot thing. Alexa! Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Alexa, play Eye of the Tiger. No, she's not hearing you, mate. No. <laughs> she doesn't understand
4: Essex, boys. I've programmed her.
5: The podcast now is listening to the Rocky theme tune, so brilliant.
4: Yeah. Alexa, show Tommo's internet history <laughs> Jesus! Sarah, <laughs> no! Uh, so, one of
5: your other subjects like, if we, we just move on to one of your other subjects Tommo yeah, was said, like, oh I don't know about this one, but I was like, no I want to have it out with Ollie. we need to have it out, put it on the table watch you boggle with Cadbury's chocolate, man it's, You
4: know what mate, it's just claggy it's, a bit, what? It's, what? It's, it's claggy. It's, it's like you have a little bit, and it, it, you need a bit of water to wash it down, or, or it's just not a great flavour. Actually, is that Cadbury? <laughs> is, so. Is,
1: so the second subject, Dairy Who don't know it is, is Cadbury's chocolate. Yeah.
4: Um, so not yeah, chocolate in general. Not chocolate in general. Like, listen, I'll have a, I'll have a little bit of Galaxy. I, I'm not mad on chocolate. It's all right. I'll have a little bit of Galaxy. Whatever, a Mars bar. don't mind is that, that not Cadbury's? So, no,
5: Galaxy's galaxy in it. That, that's
4: that's what they're... Yeah. Uh, like. Cadbury's is like dairy milk, um, fruit and nut. I think curly, curly whirly, a Cadbury's. Yeah. I think it is, isn't it? I think yeah. I remember you buying loads of fruit and nut whilst we was in Manchester. It wasn't, mine. it wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. It my mate Ryan's. He left it in my fridge. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, I, left well, I had a
5: Cadbury's egg well. out of your fridge. In the fridge? Do you not like it in the fridge, Andy? Chocolate's meant to melt in your mouth, not break your teeth. you know what,
4: <laughs> what I mean? Well... <laughs> either way really, Cadbury for me is just a bit overrated, a bit you know, bottom of the barrel for me to be honest it's bottom be... of the barrel?
1: What well, about yeah. that time when me and Charlotte had your room when you was away that night and I I helped myself to a Cadbury's Cream Meg?
4: <laughs> yeah, it's in the fridge it wasn't eaten, wasn't it? If I liked Cadbury's Cream Meg it would be gone. <laughs> It'd have been a rat <laughs> too <trip. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got given it, it's in there What's top tier chocolate for your name? Galaxy or... Ooh. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of galaxy. Um, mm. I like a I like a toffee crisp, you know.
1: I, I'm not quite There's sure a a what my saying so is. Cat uh, yeah, nice. yeah.
4: See, Kath loves them as well. Yeah, yeah. They're very good. Mate. You can only have one. Don't you think? Right. Really? Too sickly. Oh, don't you think? Fox or... <laughs> yeah. these,
5: do you these, the box or?
1: These these for the oh. record. Um, how do you pronounce it? Lint.
5: Lint. Yeah.
1: Or Lindor. Either. D- the, they are the dog's danglers They're the best ones for
5: me They are really nice I still, I'd still, i still Like Go for a,
4: For like A, a, a Cadbury's over them I think Really See I, I'm uh, I'm partial to a Terry's chocolate orange Oh Oh yeah, think, yeah. yeah, but, yeah like like, Seasonal chocolate
1: That is a seasonal chocolate For me it's Very Christmas really,
4: time Christmas yeah,
1: Really
0: Yeah I yeah. guess so I
4: savoury only sweet lad? Who's Would you prefer Savoury or sweet Sweet, I think. Really?
3: Yeah, I'd I'm like... savoury
4: through and through. I'd like a bit of, you know, a bit of toast like that, You know, Whoa. like that. I love that. Yeah. I guess I'm both.
5: I'm a fat i I don't know. <laughs> a...
1: Either. Not there you go. The elephant in the room's gone. <laughs> 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 right, yeah, I, I'm, um, what am I, savoury or sweet? I guess I'm the same, really. I'm a bit like, Depends what mood I'm in. I do like a bit of chocolate. I've, I've really, really, st- I've really picked up a sweet tooth during this isolation.
5: Yeah. I Easter, the middle of it, helped me one bit, man. Not helped one bit. Easter. Because, like I say, I've got two yeah. kids and we well, we kind of say to everyone, like, look, because we don't really give them a lot of chocolate and a lot of sweets. They can have it, but in, in moderation. Um, so we kind of say to everyone, like, look, don't, everybody, don't get them an egg. Like, if you want to get them, get them a little, I don't
1: know. Get an iPad or, you know, something
5: like that, an Xbox. or. But then, like, my mum will go, oh, well, I've got them a little egg, and then I've got them this. And then Emma, my wife's mum will go, well, I've got them a little egg, and then I've got them this. And then we get them a little egg because we're the parents. It's like, well, we've got, you know. And then by the end of it, yeah. put, like, 30 eggs off people, and it's like, yeah, we're eating them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we yeah. don't. Yeah, we've got
1: chocolate all over the house.
4: All over. The I mean,
5: house. yeah. Same, same. But normally I'm done in it. Sorry.
4: How are you finding um exercise in lockdown? Are you like have you got yourselves a routine? Are you getting out? Are you doing stuff?
5: I'm doing a lot more. I'm doing um. I've said this on the podcast a good couple of times. I'm doing uh. Is it Joe Wicks PE every morning? Yeah. This really
1: he's crazy. raised ninety three million pounds.
5: Amazing man. I no, not
1: thousand.
5: That 000, is no. insane.
1: Is it ninety yeah, 000, million? Ninety three million pounds no, he's raised. Three wow. thousand. Wow. No, it was ninety three million. I think.
5: Really? are you sure? Yeah,
1: gee, well, now you've made me want to question it, but I'm pretty
5: I don't know. well. Either way, it's amazing. Check that. Let's right, three shall, pounds.
1: I, shall I ask the gobby cow in the corner? <laughs> and I don't mean Charlotte, I mean Alexa.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think she's unplugged. Um, 93 pounds, like he's done amazing, Auntie. But mm. yeah, I mean, I, I found it one thing I found again about it is like I put a video up yesterday. So, like, me and my eldest we've been doing the Joe Wicks and we've been exercising. Um, and it's just normal in our house now. Nine o'clock in the morning, you know, I've still got my gear on. Now, like we're up, we're ready, we're doing it. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm o'clock. off.
1: am off cycling. I'm in my gym gear after this. <laughs> I'm off cycling after.
5: Normally at nine o'clock in the morning, I'm like, you know, the school runs just happened, so I'm like making breakfast, some groggy, whatever. Yeah. Now we're up. We're up at six, and we're doing. We're fresh. But even my uh, my little eleven month old Willow, she, if you say to her now, do a squat, she knows what a squat is. She does like a little little thing and it's like, that's brilliant. Wow. You know? yeah. I didn't know yeah. what was, was until lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was where you live if you, if you, if you um, what is it, squat
1: rights? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: uh, what about you, Ollie? You're, you're still exercising a bit, aren't you?
4: Yeah, a bit, a bit. I, it's funny because normally if you get to go to a gym, it's like the effort of going from one place to another and then you train and you come home. There's something about that. It's easily the motivation is is just easier to access. Whereas when you're here, that's what I'm finding is is the, is the biggest difference is the motivation in the morning is because I know the day's going to be exactly the same. I'm probably going to go for a walk or I'm going to go outside for a bit. You know, I might you know I'm, I'm trying to do a bit of writing at the moment to come up with some ideas to keep me sort of creative and, and stimulated and whatever. But other than that, it's pretty samey. So you get up in the morning and you it's just a bit like to get out of bed sometimes becomes hard. you know what I mean? um but the exercise does help with that i suppose i'm probably doing that like, three or four times a week some sort of like you know circuit or whatever but that's all right so what are you doing on
5: because you are you going for walks and stuff because you can't
4: how yeah that, so about, so you know? as, as long as as long as you're in your um that you're in your household yeah uh, okay so so i'm allowed to go out for walks with like my mum and dad and stuff and if you encounter someone, you just got to basically <laughs> sprint and run, run the other way. Uh, just, just keep, like, two and a half metres and whatever. I, they're the sort of rules I've been following. I'm not going to the shops. Yeah. Everyone else is sort of doing, doing that for me. Um, and that's pretty much it, mate. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess a bike ride's probably okay. I could go for a bike ride as long as I don't stop and see anyone. Yeah.
2: Um,
4: but, but, yeah, but then there's also – I have to go for these monthly um, – uh, appointments at the hospital for an infusion they sort of put a drug in your blood and it pumps and you stay there for about two hours um, so I have to go to a hospital in London so I've got to get myself there yeah. no one's allowed to come with me you're going into a hospital so if you're going to get it anywhere you're probably going to get it somewhere like that so you know it's a little bit you know the rules are kind of inconsistent and I think that's a lot about like a lot of people feel that way they're not quite sure what rules apply to what and how how we're interpreting them and mm. it's all a bit of a confusing time but it's, it's, it's very, very uncertain complex. yeah is yeah really uncertain time, yeah. it's like,
1: like no one really knows
5: what, what new, isn't it? it's new is it it's something like you say no one <clears throat> faced. the last time we faced something like this you know it was it was 1918 like I say a lot of people like were off fighting abroad and so people were oh. dying left right and centre so like the governments didn't have to kind of think about it too much you know where now it's like, yeah, man, it's I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to be in any kind of position yeah, of power.
1: Charlotte, really. Charlotte no. made a great point the other day. She said, um, "You know how we learned about the plague and things like that in school. Mm. Um, mm. Will, will the kids of tomorrow or in the next generation be learning about this and how to handle a pandemic in current times?" And you know and what we're given nowadays, will they will they learn about the COVID-19 outbreak? Yeah, I wonder. Like that? Yeah. You know I mean?
5: One good thing about this, I guess, you say good thing, and that's, you know, a term to use very loosely, because, you know, thousands or hundreds of thousands of people have, have died of it, but is that it's actually, it's not, it's not as bad as it could have been, basically. So the infection rate of it is quite low, really if you look at things like the plague and stuff like that the infection rates were like through the roof and it literally wiped out millions mm. hopefully now what what they're saying is because this this hasn't been in the grand scale of things too bad of, of this kind of thing that hopefully we can learn from it and actually if something ever happens a bit like this again we'll be prepared for it because we'll be like right we yeah. it's that kind of thing isn't it like you know governments will now Governments have known about this for years, known that yeah. things were bound to happen, but because it's not affected them, they don't have to worry about it. Now it's going to kick every session. Awesome. Mm. Governments yeah. are going to be, be, you know, kicked out and, and and whatever. I think rich people will now worry
4: about this, so we'll get money to kind of fund. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Like I think the changes that um, will come from it because we will get out the other side of it. That's going to happen.
2: Yeah.
4: Whether you know it's going to be difficult and there's going to be a lot of lives lost and and it's going to be tragic but we will get through the other side of it uh the changes that that will bring you know the nhs is going to need so much more funding and 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 they're gonna listen to them now because they've got that to be like well we saved your lives basically when when it when it matters most so that's a huge thing that they've got um, the, I, I imagine the climate, just the the pollution levels, must have gone down massively. I don't yeah. know what the statistics are or whatever, but I live near Massive. I live near Stansted, uh, the airport, and there's just no, there's no planes. Yeah. I, I don't hear a plane, and the skies. I don't know if it's psychological or, but the skies seem clearer. There's just, like, there's more stars at night. It just seems a bit. It's probably just psychological, but there definitely feels like there could be um things to come out of this period where we've all just stopped that we go, okay, well, we can use that to further us
5: as, a, as a And it kind of kicked kicked things into gear. Like, I was watching uh, something yesterday, and it was um, Deborah Meaden, one of the uh, dragons from Dragon yeah. Obviously a huge sort of figure in, in the business world. And she was saying, like, she she'd never believed in, in sort of virtual meetings, Skype and stuff like that. And she's like, I'm actually having more meetings now and genuinely getting more business done than i ever have done before because i don't have to travel two or three hours to my next meeting it's bam done yeah. bam i can get it done i think hopefully stuff like that like people realize that actually we can work from i home. think a
1: lot yeah i think yeah. a lot of people a lot lot of ind- working from home a lot yeah. more people will realize that they can work from home so they haven't got to get yeah. in their, their their company range rover that's fucking polluting the planet do you know what i mean or you know the barristers yeah. aren't driving to fucking work in the Audi Q7s. I mean, you know, people can people can actually work from home and it and it is doable. So, yeah. hopefully, I, I I think that'll be. I think that's one of the main things that will come out of this is yeah. you know, the pollution on the earth and also the, the 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 nation just coming out just. I think just nicer. I, I think just hopefully people can come out of it with a bit more respect for for people again going back to. People who work in shops and things like that, who have very much been on the front line, you know, Mm. as as anybody else that that don't that get massively overlooked. So I I just I think that might I think just as humans we hopefully might come out just a bit nicer. Do you know what I mean?
5: Yeah, Yeah.
4: I agree. Do you think there's going to be um, writing to come out of this that will uh, you know? There's so many people that say I want to write this or want to want to write something, and I've done the same. I've started writing just ideas and different things down, but. Using that time as much as they can but I wonder if we're going to get like a load of BBC dramas you uh-huh. know about about a divorce or about a uh you know adultery but the backdrop is in lockdown in coronavirus yeah. in that even, time. even
1: just in general I think even just in general you'll have people like great writers around the country I people like Jack Thorne and Shane Meadows and and you know yeah. uh, and and you know even Julie who wrote um uh, yeah Julie Geary yeah yeah, but people, you know, all these great writers who were sort of sitting at home thinking, "Well, I can, you know, I've got these, I've got weeks now. I can sit and jot this, this, this mm. down and do, 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 do." So hopefully, they can go to people like the BBC and ITV, Channel Four, and yeah. you know, Sky, and go, "Right, well, I've just written this. What do you want to do yeah. with it?"
5: I think a lot of things. I think, yeah, we will be seeing films and drama. Like it's like, it's like World War Two. You know, we're still seeing programs and films romanticizing it in, in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like, we just had, uh, mm. what was the big one that came out? Was that World War One or World War yeah, 19- 1917, yeah.
4: 1917,
5: do you know what I mean? You know, I, I remember as a kid growing up watching uh, Goodnight Sweetheart, Dad's Army,
4: you know, things Dad like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: You know, because it is amazing. that thing, like, we're living through it now. You know, my our children are, well, obviously, my, my children, because they're living through it, but, you know... This is something that we'll, we'll tell our children, and our children will kind of have that going ahead. Or yeah. No, we're making, at the minute, we're making, like, little... We do it for, like, when they're born and, and, and stuff like that, special occasions if we are going like, a big holiday. We're going to do, like, a little memory box for the kids of this time just because I think, wow. like you said before, this is something that, you know, people are going to be learning about. I remember when I was in school and we had... Um, we had this gentleman come in who, who was a Holocaust survivor. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he was a really old bloke who, who was a kid during the Holocaust. And I think he was from Poland. And, he'd, he, you know, he'd been to them horrible, terrible places. Um, and he came in and chatted to us. And it was just something that stuck in our head. Not comparing this to that at all, in, in the situation of, like, our children will have kind of them stories to tell, you know, kids born 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Yeah, 60 years from now, we'll, we'll be like, what, you all, how
4: did you, yeah. you know, or, or whatever, yeah. nothing like that. Yeah, thing. yeah. no, of course, nothing no, I know on. what you're saying. I think it's just that thing of going, it's sort of like, and I remember watching Boris Johnson's um, broadcast when we were talking about, when he was talking about the lockdown, when we first went into lockdown, um, it felt like you are a part of history. Yeah. Like, with the timeline of going, like, in the feeling in the present that in the future people will be talking about this as, like, a big thing in the past. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, a weird, like, timeline shift. It was felt really, like, profound to be watching it going, Oh, like, mm, yeah. it's, it's never like, happened before.
5: Yeah, it's like trying to, you know, I mean, again, another horrible thing that happened in the past, but like, I remember watching the Twin Towers when I was a kid. I remember yeah. the news going, fuck,
2: fucking
5: hell. I birthday, I remember it. Yeah, yeah. Weird. And like now, it's like you try and sort of tell that to, you know, uh, even like an 18-year-old who's probably a little kid then. Yeah. Like, what? It's like moments in history, I guess, that define the world changing. And and this Mm. is probably the biggest one we'll ever see.
4: Yeah, definitely the biggest one we've seen so far, 100%. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. Now, lads, how do you feel about karaoke? (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Another one! Overrated. Another one. Um, not another one. Another, another one. And huge
1: fan. fan. I love it. <laughs> oh,
5: it
1: especially oh, when I'm on a holiday. If I'm on a holiday, I love
4: it. I can't stand it. There's never a good outcome. There's a weird sort of middle ground where you've got to sit. You can't be too good and yeah. you definitely can't be awful. You've got to be sort of like you've got to hold a tune, you've got to entertain it's just I just don't know that weird middle ground. It's exposing I don't like it. There you go. Are you a good singer? Would you
5: say you're a good singer? No. See, I'm a terrible singer, um, but I do enjoy karaoke. And I, I, I owe karaoke to, to, to... I owe my career to karaoke, I think, as well, weirdly. Really? If, yeah, I remember being sort of six or seven, being on a family holiday, getting up and belting out um, I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly, because it was it from the film Space Jam and um getting an applause and then I just kind of that. going, and then yeah again yeah again not, <laughs> not the best artist to be singing now <sighs> getting the i remember sort of hearing the applause and then going oh i like this I quite yeah. quite like this yeah yeah, yeah yeah i wanted to be a singer then that's all i wanted to be and then i got to about 10 11 my voice broke can't sing for shit so then i was like oh actually and then and then i went and did like drama classes and stuff like that because I kind of, as a kid, enjoyed that entertaining people. The performance, yeah. Yeah, it's
4: interesting. So karaoke
5: was your... Oh yeah, I owe it to karaoke and R. Kelly. Weirdly. (laughs) Yeah, I mean
1: that's... (laughs) (laughs) That's... um, That's funny that... I I don't think I... Would you ever do karaoke sober? Obviously not as a seven-year-old, but as an adult would you do karaoke sober, Andy?
5: No,
4: I don't think I would.
1: Ollie, you no. said no straight away, didn't you? You wouldn't. No, do I wouldn't.
4: Do, mate, it, it, uh, you'd have to get me very, very pissed to do it is anyway. It, is it
1: because what is it? Is it is it the performing side of it? Is it because you don't think you're a good singer? Because
4: uh, what I
1: if think you did a film? A what if you did a film where you had to sing? Rehearse.
4: Karaoke is rehearse. Well, maybe rehearsed. you
1: should just have one song. You should have your karaoke song.
4: Interesting. So you're saying I should rehearse. this lockdown. I I can
1: rehearse the phone now. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I've, I've got a, I've got a karaoke song. Oh,
4: I, yeah. I, okay, I do, so you've yeah. got it in the bank. You've got it. I, see,
1: it's the one that I will. Do. Well, I've got two. Yeah, I'll, I'll, stag- I'll do every I'll, time.
4: Thirty
5: times a night on his stag do. Every
1: stag Yeah. Day. I'm a yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Um, oh, but indeed. the thing is, is oh. it was actually mine and my ex girlfriend's song when we was kids. But <laughs> I, I don't know. But I got roped into singing it by my best man. It was like. I, I was sat there and he just said, next thing on the karaoke, it was like, uh, Thomas, you're up you're up next to come and sing. I was like, right, okay. So I went up and then told me what song it was. And then I just really enjoyed doing it. And I, again, like Andy said, I got a good reaction from it. Like, yeah. I remember it was, in, uh, it was in the Black Chicken in Benidorm. And I got a great reaction. And I was like, hey, do you know what? I think I've got this. I think I'm quite me, good at this. Can so. we get
5: its full name, please? Sorry? The World Famous Black Chicken.
1: Is it called the World yeah. Famous Black Chicken? Yeah
5: chicken in benadol shout out <laughs> yeah um
1: but yeah again I, when i
5: first went put up, I got up there.
1: That feeling yeah put the link at swipe up i got that feeling of everyone was buzzing with it so i was like i wanted to do it more and more do you know what i mean so yeah i guess it's kind of as, as performers andy's andy's right
2: there
4: interesting or you maybe you're right maybe it's because i haven't got one in the in the bank that i can that i can fall back on that just the idea of it freaks me out a little bit yeah. i think
5: i think definitely like yeah. Because, that what I've done as well. Like I went to um, I went to a beefer on a, on a work trip a couple of years ago, <laughs> and um, we were out. You it, it was off season, so we were in like shit bars in a beefer, and we ended up in a karaoke bar. And then um, for some reason, I was like, oh, I really want to sing California Love by Tupac and Dr. Dre. So I went over to the to the to the DJ, and I was like, hi mate, can I sing uh, California Love? And he was like, yeah, all right, mate, just give me a second. And I went, oh, I want to sing it in your accent. So I started singing California Love in like a really broad Yorkshire accent. And it, really, and it did really well. So that's my new karaoke on now. I have forgot our Keller. It's all about uh, California Love.
4: Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. I wish I could get up there and belt one out. Maybe that's maybe that's like a New Year's resolution for me next year or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on a karaoke. Maybe,
1: maybe when we get a rap party for Intergalactic
4: don't start um, yeah don't, we'll, don't. We'll do you'll, you will actually you'll rope me i know what you're like you <laughs> wrote me in there'll be there'll be a few people go go
2: on get up get up
4: and i won't be able to say no and terrify me and i promise you i'll have a panic attack
2: <laughs> you've so, thought okay. about this a lot
4: haven't you yeah honestly this is a real thing for me so don't start anything all right <laughs> <laughs> um, well i think on that note um before you
5: anger anyone else with karaoke, buddy, the Cadbury's chocolate, man, I just I can't get down with that one. It's the one I've least agreed with on on any ones that we've done, and we've <laughs> <with> <laughs> and cups of
4: tea all there uh, Cadbury's chocolate, just do not mess with it, man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
4: thank you very much, though, for coming on, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's been yeah, nice, nice
5: man. I Appreciate um, it a lot.
4: Yeah, it's been really good fun. Appreciate it, lads. No, oh, thank and, you.
1: Well let's get together when we're when the lockdown's lifted and it's safe to do so and we can uh, have some fun and go on karaoke. <laughs>
4: yeah, I'd love I'd really love that, mate. That'd be great.
1: Nice one,
4: mate. Cheers, care lad. Nice one. Cheers, Ollie. Bye, mate. Bye, bye, mate. Bye. Yeah, stay safe, boys. See ya.
3: Go to Bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
1: How can you not like Cadbury's chocolate?
0: It's weird, isn't it? Like, Cadbury's chocolate is top-tier chocolate. Like, I, I, I'm, like, I love chocolate, and Cadbury's is the, the, the ultimate chocolate. Like, if you get Easter eggs, every other Easter egg other than a Cadbury's Easter egg, it, it's just not nice.
1: I would say lint, lint chocolate.
0: Lint's yeah, but I don't know. Lint, lint's, yeah, lint's a treaty chocolate, isn't it? Lint's like, yeah, don't go and get a bar of lint from the shop. Do we you? only
1: ever get lint when we go to like a shopping outlet and we see like a yeah. lint outlet store. Yeah, yeah,
0: like
1: yeah. we can get loads of it, dead cheap, or when they're on offer, or Christmas time. But um, I think lint's my favourite chocolate.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I've jumped too far. No Cadbury's, no I fuck it Cadbury's still I love it. Just but that. what you
1: don't realise is Cadbury's probably make more chocolate than you realise.
0: Yeah, they make loads, don't they? Yeah, yeah, like like everything. Do you know what I miss? I don't know if I said it on the podcast now. And if anyone Me. works from Cat, Ka- you yeah, I miss you like fucking. Me. I really miss Cadbury's fuses. Do you remember them?
2: Oh.
0: Oh my god, I think I might I said it on the podcast. About, uh Cadbury's fuse, it was like a like a block of chocolate, um. But inside it had like nuts, raisins, little bits of nugget, just everything going on. It was it was the best bar, and I don't know why they why they stopped making them. They were even in celebrations like... at one point. You what? It
1: doesn't sound like my cup of tea. That
0: no, they were, mate. They were in. Tell you what, it's
1: very underrated. Go on. Fruit and nut.
0: Yeah, I like fruit and nut. Yeah, imagine fruit and nut though with some little nugget in there. Do you know what I mean? It was just in a big block rather than oh ha. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, so, again, um, great chat with Ollie. Um, it Obviously, something that Oliver touched on, uh, obviously, his, his main uh, grievance was reviews. Um, obviously, at this moment in time, like, I, I'd love to just see any kind of review for any kind of theatre show or yeah. whatever, man. I mean, I'm not... I'll hold my hands up and I'll say, like, I'm not the biggest theatre-goer. I think the last thing I went to see... Uh, I went to see the Book of Mormon, which is a, brilliant. Um, if you can ever see it again, go and watch it. Um, I'm not a massive theatre goer, but man, if we lose the theatres, man, that's devastating.
1: Yeah, it's a shame, really. I mean, I, again, I'm I, same mm. as you. I'm not a massive theatre goer, but when I go to, I'm not a massive theatre goer, but when mm. I do go. Me and Charlotte always walk out and we go, we should do this more.
0: Same, same. Every time I've been, even when Every I've been various plays when I was in college and that, I'd come out and I'd be like, I need to do this more. That was me. Yeah.
1: and we plan it as well. We go, right, what's on in October? We'll go do that. And <laughs> October comes around and then we just don't end up doing it. And I guess because of the accessibility that we've got in Grimsby, mm-hmm. very limited. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're in London, London, you've got so much more options. Yeah, yeah, um, that's it. But yeah, I mean, some of that I've never done as well. I've never done any theatre.
0: Yeah, I did a play um years ago now, and 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 funnily enough, that not funnily enough, that's the wrong choice of words, but the theatre there where I did the play from, uh, in Manchester, the Royal Exchange, mm. they they just announced that they have might have to start sort of letting staff go, and it's just like, I think you know, like this is this is the thing, um so many other governments, so many other countries have put a lot of money into their arts. Um, and we are a country of, you know, of Shakespeare, of, you know, amazing music. And, you know, we, we're we create renowned.
1: so many great things as well. Yeah,
0: we're world-renowned for our films and our music and our theatre and our arts. And, you know, it'd be a shame for the government not to put some money in. You'd, so like, you'd so, like,
1: you know. like to think that... <clears> that,
0: that,
1: that, that that something will happen and it will be fine.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's such a viable business as well, apparently, um, I read the other if you day. Think
1: if you go to London for the theatre, hmm. if
0: you go and
1: watch a show in London, you're not just paying for the theatre, you're paying for your hotels, you travel. Exactly. Well, you, you know, if you go into London for a weekend to yeah. watch a show, it, it's, it's six, seven, eight hundred quid a weekend. Apparently,
0: um, um, I read the other day, uh I don't know how true it is, I read it on a, an article, but it was saying that, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was saying that, the arts industry in the UK makes around about a million pound a minute. Do you know what I mean? So like, it's not like it's you know, because a lot of people would go, oh, well, it's not you know, it's not an export or whatever, and, and it is like, don't forget, like we, you know, some of the biggest.
1: And it's a huge. tourist
0: industry. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Tourist yeah. industry.
0: Yeah, the West End and stuff in London, and and, and you know, and, and you know, Manchester.
1: Broadway got, in America, and you know, not just for the UK, for everyone, for yeah. all over the world.
0: And, and, you know, and, and and it's this thing, isn't it, I guess. I think we touched on this on, on an earlier podcast that um, the, yeah, obviously the doctors, the nurses, the cleaners, the people who work in the shops, they're all the frontline workers. They're all the people that deserve that clap every week. Your nursing home staff, your postman, everyone. But as well as that, when we were in that lockdown period, when you couldn't really leave your house, where we were talking to Ole, it it was the actors the musicians, the artists, do you know what I mean? The songwriters, etc., etc. Who you who you relied on for your Netflix, for your, for
1: your entertainment? Because without your uh, yeah, you know, without watching all your Netflix stuff, and you know everyone's raving about all the great things that are going on on Netflix, and that that was the talk of our group chats a lot of the time. Yeah, and yeah. and I agree in what you're saying. You know, rightly so. People who work for the NHS, and and not only now, but for for the for the past. Hundred, two hundred, three hundred, two years, and the next two, three, four hundred years that you know they they deserve all the gratitude they get. But you know, I I think I think you shared something where we was in where where artists and performers was like one of the least least like cared for in a way. They
0: they reckon it was uh, yeah. I think it I can't remember what paper it was, but it was the least. uh, I can't remember the wording, but sort of useful like the we all that they're not that important and 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 like I hold my hands up and say you know, I'm not, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I'm not a doctor, like, I'm not a nurse, I'm not a, you know. But what
1: you do is very important, mate. But what? Yeah,
0: I mean, what, Every everyone's job, I think that that's one thing that this whole experience has shown us, everyone's job is important, you know, when I was younger, sometimes I was ashamed to admit that my mum was a carer, and like, now, yeah. I'd be proud, like, obviously, you know, I'd be like, yeah, my mum's a fucking carer, yeah, she, you know, she, she, she she wipes old people's bums for a living, but, she, she, that's an amazing job.
2: Yeah, and
0: always that's been, an, and now you know we're looking at them things a bit more, you know, retrospectively now, and and that's great. Um, talking of entertainment, um, and and great guest there with all their um, amazing, and, and and hopefully you guys will get working together soon. But just bringing it back to entertainment, a lot of people um have been entertaining themselves as well by doing things like quizzes, uh, yeah. things like I, I invited you to one, ah. you couldn't do it yeah. in the end. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, so Andy asked me on, was it Friday, it was Thursday, Friday? He time, asked Thursday, me quiz it was I going to do it, but um, <clears throat> I can't remember what we was doing. I think we, we ordered a takeaway and never came till late, so, well, yeah, we couldn't do it. But go on, what's this so
0: We made a round where, let me uh, let me get it up so it comes up when I'm saying it. We made a round where we, um, can you still see me, yeah? Uh, we put someone who was, in, who was partaking in the quiz, so some of our mates, Right, okay. And then merged them with a celebrity. So you've got to guess who this is.
1: Well, they're my eyes. I recognise those beautiful eyes. And is that Stephen Muller?
0: It is. Well done, mate. Well done. Yeah. I just thought it was the funniest one that I'd done. And But don't you think, look at yeah, it. You did that
1: yourself. You made yeah, that yourself. It's
0: like an app. on, on my I've
1: head. actually got really nice eyes.
0: Don't you that. think, though. I mean, I know it's you and we know it's Stephen Mulhern. Well done. Someone said deck in the thing. Don't you think it looks like if Russell Crowe grew up next to a nuclear reactor? <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like it, it Russell Crowe was
1: born in Chernobyl.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I was going for. Like It, it, it kind of looks like, yeah, Like if, if, if Russell Crowe had a cameo in Fallout.
1: That's <laughs> what Thomas Turgus would look like if he had straight teeth.
0: If you were in Gladiator, that's what you'd look like.
1: <laughs> very, good. Um, very, very
0: good. So, yeah. So, anyway, guys, as we said earlier on, um, this is the, the second to last episode. Um, thank you so much for... uh with us on, and
1: listening yeah. to us. And Yeah. Um, it's been a tough series because it's been like... <clears> we've been, for the first few weeks, we was like, wow, this is good. we we'll go, go, go. Yeah. And then, it's sort of like reality, like life sort of started to grip a hold of us. And
0: and I think we both got... It, it, it
1: did get tough. I, I think I've struggled more with this series than I did the first series.
0: Yeah, I think it was, I think it's fatigue because although we're being creative and although, we, you know, we love it and we're getting together and, and stuff and we're providing something for people to listen to, I think because me and you are so sociable people, mm. it's kind of like, well, I just want to get back out doing it. And, you know, we, yeah. you know I'm the same as you like you said to Ollie in, in the podcast there like and um, we're all, all three of us quite similar in the fact that like I hate sitting in and doing nothing
1: Yeah, so, so. like today I've been swimming
0: in the sea I know I text you I text Tomo before just for a bit of a thingy guys like I'm still on for tonight and he was like yeah and I was like oh, I can do it a bit earlier if you want and Tomo was like I can't at the minute mate I'm out at sea on a paddle and this board.
1: was me can you see that on there look? <laughs> <laughs> and in fact see if we can play this little video there for everyone watching
0: here we go is that you hey yeah. I thought
1: it was into the sea
0: um sweet okay so next week Tomo who've we got
1: we've got Adam Richmond Adam
0: Richmond Adam Richman,
1: who fame. is of the Man versus Food fame mm-hmm. um who I met for the first time um a long time ago doing celebrity juice and we just we just become good friends and um Adam on the podcast next week talks about some very funny stories about the nights out that we've had and we um I was in Bangkok in Thailand and bumped into him in the middle of Bangkok. Yeah. Uh which was very random. So Adam's Adam's got some great stories about that and just about uh talks about soccer raid and he talks about all the travelling that he's done because he's yeah. done so much travelling. He spent a lot of time in England. <clears throat> uh, and as you can imagine, he talks about um, big sports fan. As well, isn't sorry,
0: sorry, I was going to say he's a big sports fan as well, which I didn't know. Like,
1: he's a Grimsby Town fan. If you can see that Grimsby old town.
0: Oh, I thought that was Newcastle. Idiot! Isn't it the um, same kit?
1: What? Isn't it the same kit? No, well, it's black and white. But this is this is from the season that Grimsby got promoted back into the football league. Signed.
0: Wow, nice. Mm. Nice.
1: Yeah, but Adam's a big Grimsby Town fan. He's a Spurs fan. He's he's just a big sports fan. So, yeah, it was a great episode. Um, Yeah, so I think it's a good one to end on.
0: Yeah, and that'll be next week. So thank you very much, guys. Um, We will be back next week. Uh, Thanks for um, bearing with us during the break. And, um, yeah, we'll see you then. Cheers, mate. A
1: little surprise for you. I've been doing these intros and outros in my pants.
3: Woo!
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not wearing any pants.